Top Shelf Fantasy. Week 7 recap. I got all my weeks mixed up. Recap, recap. Dem boobies? Dem boobies. <laughs> Shout out to Tyler. That wouldn't be a bad little clip to get for a uh, for a sound clip. No, <laughs> no. I've, I've seen that video and I was not there, so it's somewhere. It's, I it's, think Tyler no, has it. It's on YouTube again. Yes, it's on, it's on it? YouTube. Yes, it is. So it's got to be where it is. We should link we'll, that. We'll work on that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you uh, say these four things, you get a free glass. <laughs> oh, my God. You could do that. <laughs> we should do something very similar around graduation time. Yeah, I mean, I for think, people, I think glass plus a little more. <laughs> Kenny Galladay, we, sign Kenny Galladay. We Jr. haven't set up an LLC yet. I feel uncomfortable with that. Ah, <laughs> oh, frack it. Um, okay, well, we're gonna go over week seven. Um, losing more players. Yeah, and that's, and in that's fun. Twenty twenty fashion, we're a man down too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Corey Dows is sick. not here. He feels okay now, but I do respect him not coming in. The COVID. Because the Coves. The Coves. You gotta respect it. Coves is a bitch. I don't, I don't like it. But yeah, we're without Corey tonight. But a whole week for the NFL that didn't really change much with the COVIDs. I know the Bucks games changed, but uh, not you know not too scary. No. No, yeah. Ho- able hopefully, to... hopefully, there's no more. Well, yeah. it, it's crazy that this season, you know, whole COVID thing, what's going to happen? We've been riddled with injuries. Injuries yeah. have been way heavier than any COVID shit. Oh yeah, it's because well, they hit someone outside their team for the first time on week one. That's got to be it. Right. I was going to say. I mean, you have no preseason, so I mean, Nothing. there's mm-hmm. there's an indirect COVID. Uh, issue here Corey does not have it we, we just throw that out there uh he just he just wasn't uh that well. we know of that we know of no <laughs> Corey's here to take us all out <laughs> um okay all right why don't we get into the recap Ravens Colts Dolphins trash bags we're all on a buy Min- Minnesota, oh, Minnesota trash bags yeah the Minnesota okay. trash bags yeah. um all on a buy which means our lovely Thursday night game was the Eagles almost blowing it to the uh, to the to the uh, no, well, terrible Giants there. They pretty much stole it in a way, like because the that Giants is very true. The Giants were up, and and actually one of the things I have written in here is that Evan Ingram just can't be relied upon anymore. He dropped a wide open glory, right? like, glory ball almost, mm-hmm. like he wasn't in the end zone, but he would have gotten there. And he just straight dropped it. Two minutes left, and then gave the ball back to the to the Eagles. And Wentz has some magic going on right now. Wentz magic. Wentz magic. Wentz, Wentz magic, magic, baby. Oh, oh wishes, boy. Dude. Oh man, that is a that's a that's a new fantasy name. The the uh, the the one thing with Evan Ingram is they did say that some teams are interested in trading for him. And if I'm the Giants, I'm trading him. Yeah, yeah I mean, if he goes to a different team, it's good news for him they're better off they're better off working with a blocking tight end and then using what sterling Shepard brought in this week 
Slayton and Tate getting just the, the receivers and, and stop worrying about Evan Ingram because he hasn't been good for the last three years. And they try to force him the ball too, just because, you know, he's a big name and tight end in the league. But like you said, three years, I knew he had his big rookie year, but there comes a time where, you know, you can't be, and he still looked at it as a top five tight end in fantasy, which is mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Because he hasn't been there in two years. Well, he's an athlete, right? That's that's why. Yes, but he's just not. So is David Njoku too. So, as as it pour my beer, um, just just a couple things to note. I don't think we've had any update on Sanders, but Boston Scott looked fine as a replacement. Yeah, they won with him, and he did well. And he looked good. Yeah, he looked. Uh, I mean, what was he, it? What was one of the balls that was like in the corner of the end zone? He's like five six. The guy he was up against, I think, it was a linebacker or a safety, whatever. But anyway, he had like six inches on Boston Scott, and the the pass was just perfectly. Placed. Oh, that was a beautiful bat uh, pass by Wentz and a beautiful catch. Because you're right, it was it was almost like it was a fade to a five six running back in the front corner of the end zone. Right. Um. And they're anticipating getting Jalen Rager back. Ertz is on the IR. Uh, Deshaun Jackson's on the IR again. Again, um, Alshon Jeffrey. Maybe I heard I heard rumblings <laughs> that Alshon Jeffrey might be out until Week Ten. I know they wanted to trade him, so I think then then keeping him off the IR might have helped. But no team wants that. When's the NFL trade deadline? Is that this week? Week, week 10, it's I think. week. No, it's week 8. It's no, Yeah, it's like earlier. Week. It's like week 8. So I would expect it to be this so week. So is it Thursday for, you know? You know what? Let's look this up before we keep going. Well, we're not going to just well, sit here with I'll dead air. Um, so <laughs> no, obviously. I'm so, looking it up. Well, Craig looks up on the other side. Devontae Freeman went down early. Wayne Gallman did a fine job. I mean, for a running back on the Giants, did what you can do, I guess, with that line and that team. So, uh, Sterling Shepard had a great game, first game back, 59 yards and a touchdown. Golden Tate only yeah. one reception. But that reception was phenomenal, which is like, why doesn't this guy get the ball more? Yeah. Well, maybe they'll start giving it to him when they get rid of Evan Ingram. One week from today is the NFL trade deadline. Today's Tuesday, so November 3rd on Election Day. I can see Golden Tate being moved. I mean, he's been moved on trade deadline in the past, so yeah, that's happened. And they are, you know, they have one win on the year. So and Golden Tate can go to any team, and really, I mean, like San Fran would probably love the guy, and he probably contribute. Let's not. I want Debo Samuel to do well. <laughs> and I well, Debo, Debo's here. Yeah, right, we'll, 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 we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Lions Falcons. <laughs> Whoops. Now I want. <laughs> I haven't seen the replay yet. I mean, I, I I watched the game, but I want to watch it again. The Todd Gurley trip, not trip, but he tried to go down, but he's whoops. And the best headline was Falcons lose f- <laughs> by scoring a touchdown by accident. <laughs> like, <laughs> is that an oxymoron? Like, <laughs> I don't get that. It makes sense, but I mean, we saw it in that. Uh, it just. We yeah. saw it in college football the day before, too. And yep. it was actually something that one of the coaches were screaming at. Like, they were all, like, the quarterback. Everyone everyone said in the huddle, don't score. And did you see when Gurley scored? No one was excited. They're all fucking pissed. They're all pissed. And Gurley's done this in the past. I mean, he 
knew it the second that he was going to cross. It. Oh crap! But, yeah, that's I mean, why he like tried to fall down as for as he fantasy. Could. If you had Gurley, great for you, but. Well, in reality, (laughs) it just goes to show how bad that Falcons defense is, too, because Stafford came in and just absolutely carved his way down the field. It's funny because the announcers were like, all right, you know, they scored, Lions get the ball back, but there's no way they're going to go down the field and score. They had a minute and five. Nope. (laughs) They did. The field scored. Stafford, Galladay, a couple times. Hawkinson caught the game winner. Got the touchdown, yep. I I saw a funny meme. Uh, that said, we're in the fourth quarter of 2020. Please let us face the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that'd be great. Oh, that's yeah. bad. <laughs> um, other than Atlanta just absolutely diarrheaing themselves, uh, we saw AP and DeAndre Swift split the backfield. Yeah, it was literally even. I mean, the, there's got to be a point in time when you're like, okay, Swift's a guy. I mean, carry has been erased yep yeah he was on the field 14 plays but he didn't touch the ball yeah peterson had 11 rushes to swift's nine and then swift had four catches to peterson's one so they were literally almost at identical touches i don't know what we think of it moving forward but we'll we'll i think i want to go with swift but because he's the receiving guy but well he's got the upside i mean that's the that's the uh that's his thing there um, I don't I don't really know. I have anything else to say there um, before we talk about Browns, Bengals. But uh, Kenny Galladay looked great. Yeah, Kenny Galladay looked great. Marvin Jones caught a couple good ones, actually, for the first time this year. Uh, and then, you know, on the other side, Todd Gurley did look good before his mental error. So he, he was taking good chunks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still waiting for that Galladay explosion, too. I was going back looking at Galladay's stuff. This is not what Galladay's been, like, fantasy-wise, is, like, this consistent 12 to 15-point guy. He was always, like, 26-8, you know? Yeah, I want the uh, Amari Cooper. I want those big games. I I want the Tyler Lockett games. We'll we'll, we'll talk about that one later. (laughs) We'll talk about him. All right, let's talk about uh, Browns Bengals. So, OBJ tore his ACL. Um Hooper had an appendectomy, so he missed the game, which is really just appendicitis. He had surgery on yeah, it was like immediate on like Saturday too, or it was right. like it was actually Friday night, I think. It was like it was like very because I remember we were doing a podcast, I thought, and we got the news that Hooper was out. What actually so it was happened Friday, was maybe yeah. What, what happened was it was um, yeah 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 okay. So it, it might have actually shown up on the Friday podcast, but we, we were doing the starts and sits, and you were like. We were like minutes from posting. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta change the start. <laughs> right. Well, and it was the, it was the kind of same thing with uh, Manny Sanders. So yeah, so that was a late game scratch. Um. So with all those things considered, I would not have expected this game to be 37 to 34. Yeah, this was a this was a pretty crazy game. Um, I feel like Cincinnati was up. You know. And they just didn't capitalize. They had no running game whatsoever. Geo didn't sub in well at all. Um, oh, yeah. That's one thing we, we missed was Mixon. Was yeah, Mixon, so, Mixon yeah. was out. He had, like, some lingering knee thing all week. And no one really thought that he was going to miss the game. But he ended up being a late late game scratch. And then, um, you know, receivers on both sides. You wouldn't have expected the receivers on, on Cleveland. But for, for Cincinnati, you had Boyd, Green, and Higgins all three of them did well. If you played all three this week, you were happy. Um, you know, Geo did better in the passing game than on the on the ground, but uh, that's pretty much all that 
Cincinnati could do, and that's what Burrow did the first game against the Browns too, was just pass, pass, pass. Um, I don't have the total number of you know attempts that Burrow had, but he went over 400 yards again. Yeah, I mean it was it was close to the the 50 point mark, and I think that's something that we expected. You saw Rashard Higgins step up pretty big uh, with oh, OBJ yeah. gone. Harrison Bryant's on the waiver article, I believe. Yeah, uh, he'll sub in for Hooper. Yeah, he'll sub in for Hooper for however long he's out for. Um, and then the OBJ clone, <laughs> Donovan Peoples Jones. Uh, oh boy, it just kind of funny how like Baker throws five touchdowns after OBJ leaves. Does that kind of show you that you know he's when OBJ is there, he's you know really forcing the ball into him and now he's kind of like all right i can spread it out and he freaking destroys it yep i don't know i i would i wouldn't think so i wouldn't i wouldn't say obj leaving the team helps the team no just kind of ironic i guess i think that cincinnati's defense is just so poor i think that's really what it is but i guess the the big takeaway on that that side is that even with obj out jarvis landry didn't do well again this is like we're going on multiple weeks now where jarvis landry has not done well i mean give the guy credit he has broken ribs but they need to rest him yeah, he's broken ribs, and they still gave him a passing play. <laughs> like, yeah. as he was getting tackled too. I remember, yeah. bad. Steelers Titans. This game was all defense. Yeah, it and was fun to watch. All defense and no Guskowski. No, that guy missed how many three? Like, what, was it three field goals? Well, he missed the game tying to go to OT. Okay, so he just missed that one. I thought he had missed one earlier than that. And then I thought he missed an extra point, but apparently he had them all. Yeah, yeah so, it still sucks. So Steelers, Steelers topped the Titans uh, 27-24. I mean, the over-under in this game was 50.5, and I remember kind of sitting back like, hmm, this 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 might not be that. They ended up reaching it. Um, but, yeah, it, was, it felt like just a punch-for-punch punch show. Um I mean, Deontay Johnson had the two TDs, but Juju kind of came back to to relevancy. You know, Tannehill didn't look great, and then AJ AJ Brown had one catch that was just oh mm, yeah, mm. he's good. Yeah, he yeah was slant right over the middle, and then he just took off like there was no one there. So it was it was nice, and then um, uh, Chase Claypool just gave you zero. Actually, yep. he gave you. Negative. No, well, it was, <laughs> in total, if you had half point scoring, it was point three. So I feel bad. So positive. Yeah, I, I honestly didn't see that. Tell a lot of people on Twitter to start Chase Claypool. Yeah, based on what he did the last three weeks. But <laughs> with Deontay Johnson back, he really just took a back seat. I don't get that either, but whatever. I'm not the coach. You're not. No. You're, not. <laughs> You're goddamn not the coach. Mike, Mike Tomlin's the coach. Um, okay, do we have anything else we want? I mean, Fersker stepped in. Fine. I mean, I believe he caught a TD. He did not. The he only not. TDs were A.J. Brown and Corey Davis. So Corey Davis had 35 yards. So besides A.J. Brown, it's tough to start. Um, I mean, Pittsburgh's a very good defense. So it, it was a tough game for them. Derrick Henry scored. James Conner did okay. Didn't get hurt again. So yep. that, that's huge. Yep. Okay. Panthers Saints. This was a good game. I was hoping for Carolina. I was rooting for them to to pull it back. But Saints beat uh, Panthers twenty seven to twenty four. Um, yeah. I mean, this looked like it was going to go way over. 
the over under in the beginning part of the game and i'm like this is just they were just trading touchdowns i'm like this is fantastic to watch i loved it and then you know of course it was the one o'clock games i'm watching red zone so other things flipped around and then it was like i didn't see the game or like the second half didn't exist but but it did um and dj moore uh for the panthers got the two touchdowns uh he seemed to be uh you know he got the guy uh, the two touchdowns early on in the game yeah, and Kuro Samuel, uh, Russian TD, but I mean, still don't trust him. Oh, Samuel, no, yeah, no. What well, actually was funny is in the same quote about Mike Davis uh, helping out going forward in the uh, you know on the running game with even McCaffrey coming back, they said that Samuel will also play running back snaps, and I'm like, yeah, okay, he gets like 14 yeah. on the year, but no, like I mean, Samuel's just it, he's hard to trust. Um, he for the first time this season got, you know, got a touchdown um, or either that or was that, you know, he finally went over double digit fantasy points. Um, but yeah, I sat him because there was, there was nothing in my you know mind that thought that he was actually going to produce well. Uh, Robbie Anderson did well again. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater did, you know, Teddy Bridgewater things, what you would expect. Yeah. Mike Davis, seven for 12. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're going to give that guy more touches when CMC is back? I mean, before this game, he's he's been a top five running back, but... Um, 1.7 in 2.9 yards per carry the last two weeks for Mike ooh, Davis. that's not good. No, it's not. Yeah, which makes me think that comment about Davis is going to get work with McCaffrey back doesn't really sit well with me. I don't know if I really believe that. I never believe that stuff. I mean, they had to say it. But McCaffrey's going to get, like, 20-plus carries either next week or week nine. Yeah, we'll, we'll chat about this a bit on the on the next podcast. All right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Alvin Kamara did Alvin Kamara things. Lat Murray looks like he's got enough volume to continue to be rostered. Um, and then Deontay Harris and Marquez... Callaway showed up uh, in a big way for Drew Brees with uh, Manny Sanders on COVID list and Michael Thomas still hurt, still just being Michael with a Thomas, n- a new injury, right? That hamstring, he tweaked the hamstring in practice. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know when he, or if Michael Thomas is ever coming back. I'm okay. Alshon being an AJ green. I'm not okay with <laughs> no. Michael Thomas. Being <laughs> an AJ green. Um, it's like exactly what happened with David Johnson the year he broke his wrist. It was like, oh, no, no, I'll be back by week 10. Oh, no, no, I'll, I'll be back by week 12. Oh, no, no. All right, I'm on IR. It's like, thanks, pal. Yeah. Dick. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad we still hate DJ for years ago that happened. <laughs> it's the um, first time I got the number one overall pick, okay? Never going to let it go. Bills, Jets, Bills suck. They won. It looked like the Jets might might have pulled this out if you're watching the first half of this game. Yep. I'm like, it's the, it's ten to th- it's ten to three right now, and the Jets are. Or actually, it was ten the to nothing. Bills given every chance to come back to beat the Bills, but they can't get past ten points. They just can't do it. No, the Jets can't. Jets, right? right yeah. They don't have anything uh, going for them at any position. I mean, I mean. I mean, Crowder was out. Yes. So that's that was the big problem. Sam Darnold sucks. I, it, it makes me wonder what it would look like with Crowder instead of Berrios because Berrios takes that role. 
Um, Barrios had four receptions for 35 yards, which is nothing. And, and Crowder usually gets that like huge volume and is able to open up some space. You know, we'll see. I mean, Denzel Mims made his debut and got, you know, four receptions for 42 yards, which is something very uncharacteristic of Adam Gase. I didn't expect Mims to see more than 10 snaps. And so he ended up playing almost most of the game. Perryman ended up getting a concussion, so that limited his day. Um, so that's pretty much all you need to know about the Jets. But the biggest takeaway I have out of this game is that Zach Moss is the better running back than Devin Singletary. He out-touched him, and he out-gained on, on the ground. Um, so I think, that, I think there's going to be some sort of change happening soon. Yeah, I don't know that I'm willing really to trust any Buffalo running back, honestly, because we saw this in the beginning of the year with Zach Moss, and then it like kind of changed hands, and then he got hurt, and then he came back, and it wasn't his, and now he has to earn it again. And it's, you know, for me, I really don't want to be touching Buffalo's backfield. I'm very concerned about Josh Allen right now. It, this is now the third down week in a row where he's – I mean, he fumbled the ball away. If he doesn't do that, he's got 18 fantasy points, and you're fine with that. Um, and his overall stat lines have been fine, but you 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 drafted him to be this big-bodied quarterback who's scoring, you know, in the red zone and, and scoring on the ground and getting you up into the 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 20 plus point weeks. He hasn't scored on the ground in three three weeks now, three consecutive weeks. He has not scored on the ground, so. I'm concerned about him, but if there's any light at the end of the tunnel, Stephon Diggs and, and Cole Beasley actually look like fantasy plays. Yeah, well, Stephon Diggs absolutely. Yeah, I, I guess they're uh, they work well together, and, and 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 Beasley this week had the more targets, you know, more yards, everything like that. Um, I would I would say that the team kind of misses John Brown in a way because he really hasn't been right in four weeks, and that he does add some other dimension to take away from Diggs to take away from Beasley. I mean, Beasley has been a beneficiary since he's been out, but I think that as far as style and philosophy, they, they, they really want to open up the field a little bit more. And I know Diggs can do that and does do that, but they, they like having the two players to do it. Um, so we'll see what happens if Brown never gets back. I mean, ever gets back. Like it doesn't look like he's going to be there anytime soon yet. Anything, <laughs> Scotty? I want to talk about the next game. The All right. dumpster fire. I I know you do. All right, so we're moving on. Cowboys football team. Yep, Cowboys uh, scored three points. And 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 Dalton, he didn't die, but he was very close to it. I mean, he might as well have. Uh, yeah, he left with a, a concussion. Jumped on a stretcher. Very horrific. You know, very bad penalty. But the Cowboys didn't do anything to back him up at all because that team's an absolute disaster well they're just i don't want to say they're soft but i like i feel like that team's lost right now yeah like McCarthy, you can tell that he went down and the team's like no nah, oh well like any other team would be like you know would fight the other guy right cowboys won't right and i don't know if it i don't know if it's a function of dalton or just the team just having lost faith that the coaching staff even knows what they're doing i mean we had cowboys coming out making comments that the coaches are bad at their jobs <laughs> like that doesn't yell or scream losing the locker room or losing the team i don't know what else is and it's you know we all gave jerry jones a hard time about not getting rid of jason garrett 
But yeah, every Cowboys fan right now is saying, I, I want Jason Garrett back now. <laughs> yeah. And now you got to deal with this bullshit. So, you know, we, the trade deadline, like Craig said, is, is next Tuesday. This team needs to make a run at Fitz, Fitzpatrick. I mean, I joked about it when they first cut him, and then, you know, the rumors started swirling. The Cowboys seriously need to think about making well, a run they're at also something. Tied for first place, I think. N- they they have to be. Or they know second. They. I think it's a tie. It, the tiebreaker uh, will be was, Sunday. This tiebreaker. Well, no, actually, so technically, the Eagles it, still have that tie on that record, so they yeah, they have it. Yeah, they're two, four and one. Yeah, they'd be up half a game. It's just so sad how a two win team is is. <laughs> Almost all these Battling teams are two for, yeah. teams. So it, it's anyone's division right now. Right. And the fact that they aren't going to bring in a quarterback like Fitzpatrick. Like, you bring Fitzpatrick in here, you win. But they just traded a huge defensive piece today. So it kind of looks like they might be tanking. Well, I think Griffin wasn't uh, playing. I think he was hurt. And I think he was coming off of some sort of injury. Um and he was like a it was like a six million dollar deal that they had given him like right in the beginning and he'd gotten hurt or either that or was another guy I'm thinking of but either way it didn't really seem like he was a good fit um, or it, he didn't make much of an impact and that defense itself it, it I don't think it matters who they put out there they're all playing like crap yeah very very bad I mean they let up wash I mean they had Washington go off on him I mean we know Antonio Gibson's good and he got 128 rushing yards and a touchdown. Um, but we were talking about the Washington Redskins, I mean, uh, football team, you know, Terry McLaurin went off and Logan Thomas, you know, did okay. And yeah, there's, there's a lot not to like about Dallas. There's a lot. I mean, I like when teams play against them because it's easy to just target who's going to go off. Like we, we talked about Antonio Gibson going off, right? But he needed this soft matchup to go off. Like, he needed this type of matchup because going into it, and it was just funny because I remember sitting on the podcast um, on Friday saying, okay, Antonio Gibson had, hadn't gotten over 60% snaps. He wasn't getting, like, a massive workload. It all changed on Sunday when they played the Cowboys. So it'll be interesting. They head into their bye, Washington does, and then they get uh, uh, the Giants' green um, – the Giants, Green Bay, and Detroit. It's like, it might be a selling window open for Antonio Gibson because then yeah. he plays like Pittsburgh. <laughs> I mean, he plays some teams at that. But um, I st- I don't have much faith in the football team. Like, if you, were, if you were an owner of Gibson, if you were an owner of McLaurin, can you use this as a selling window? Or are you wanting to hold on to those guys? I guess is where I'm going at. Because if there was any team to ever sell these players off against, it's Dallas. Because just like Atlanta, players are going to have good games against them. Yeah, I think I'm going to keep Terry just because he's getting the targets and everything. But with Gibson, we've seen him split time with McKissick. I mean, Peyton Barber got 10 carries last week. I love the guy, but we know how they've used the running back field um, so far this season. So if you can sell them high as like an RB2, sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with that. If you're definitely getting something overwhelming, um, 
I mean, running backs this year are kind of slim all around. So I don't know. I, I, I'm keeping them. I'm keeping them. But if I do get an offer that's blowing me away, I'm going to accept it. They're on by, and then they come against Giants. And the only reason I say it is because I'm looking at like a week 10 right before fantasy trade deadlines Ooh, yeah. is you went <laughs> Dallas by Giants with Antonio Gibson. Shut the fuck out Ooh, that's actually a very good point. Um, all right, let's move on to the next one. Packers, Texans, 35-20. Uh, Packers taught the Texans. Um, oh, I put the notes in here. Uh, Jamal Williams really was eye-opening for me on the Green Bay side. I mean, we know Devontae Adams is good at football. You know, uh, Tunyon, you know, is involved more or less, but it was, were the Matt LaFleur rumors of A.J. Dillon true? And uh, they were false. Very false. (laughs) Yep. Um, Jamal Williams must own. Uh, Just related to the Packers, um, Lazard is aiming for week nine, week 10 return from his core muscle surgery. They need him. Yes, they do. MVS is poo poo. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, Oh, no catches. Weird. (laughs) Um, so I think he had a rush. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Four targets though. Like, so he didn't connect on all of it. It's not like Rogers was throwing bad balls. Yeah. This was a typical, Aaron Rodgers, like, you know, got crushed by the Bucks week seven. He always comes out saying, you know what, I'm not done. It's just a typical bounce back Rodgers game. And last time he faced the Texas, I think he threw four touchdowns. So mm-hmm. it was pretty, I mean, I took the um, Green Bay to cover and I won that easily. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be fair by three. Um, all right, let's talk about the Texans because I think this is there's a, more conversations that can be had about the Texans. Packers, from a fantasy perspective, very one dimensional. Texans, on the other hand, uh, if you had to guess who the wide receiver one was every week, oh yeah, you're, you're talking about the roulette wheel, right? Yeah. The, if the, you the... if you just had to guess though, like who would you bet it on? Because it's it's Cooks or Fuller, right? That you're gonna make the bet on. Fuller gets the TD, Cooks gets the yards, but Randall Cobb popped off for ninety five this week. Yeah, and he, so, had, and he had the targets. So it's it's uh it's it's a tough game to be playing. I mean, Darren Fells was a uh, favorite of ours, just yeah. disappeared. No idea what happened there. No, yeah, they didn't pass to any tight end, which is crazy. I don't I don't understand. Sweet. <laughs> Not even a pass towards one. Great. I mean, David Johnson got the re- receiving touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Other and that, um, I, I had so the only note I had about DJ in here that was uh, that I'm starting to notice with him um, is that he needs. I mean, it's an obvious statement, but he's useless if he's not scoring touchdowns. I mean, like, there aren't – his passing volume, his yards on the ground, I mean, there is not much going for David Johnson right now. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is he's getting that one touchdown a week, getting you 12 to 14 points. But with a touchdown, that's not that good. Right, exactly. And that's what I'm afraid of is that he's going to go through streaks of that. Uh, one other important note, we are uh, going into week eight. Texans have not lost a wide receiver. <laughs> so, <laughs> nothing. Is on right now. <laughs> take that. 
take that for what you will. They're going to trade for a wide receiver. Oh, they, said, they're going to get AJ Green. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. <laughs> Another injury-prone wide receiver. Adam in. At least yeah. he'll stay I mean, healthy. That is outrageous. Because we said coming in, David Johnson, Cobb, Cooks, Will Fuller. By week seven, they're all going to be hurt. And no. Right. They still suck as a team because <laughs> Bill O'Brien had destroyed before he left. But could you imagine what this team would be like if they had Hopkins on there? Very, <laughs> very good. So Hopkins instead of Cooks. Yeah. Yes, very good. Yeah, and Carlos Hyde instead of for David way, way cheaper, probably did do, do the same thing. <laughs> and they had Dwayne Brown, the offensive uh, left tackle in in Seattle. Um, yeah, so they're a mess, but. Um, Bucks Raiders, Brady. Uh, Brady did a little uh, little fist uh, fist pounding this week. Yes, uh, as they beat the Raiders forty five to twenty. Yeah, they just. I mean, same as last week. They came out and just were up fast. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Evans got a race though. Again, yeah, but not next week because <laughs> God wins out. <laughs> no, God wins out. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and then Antonio Brown comes in. Yeah, that's the. Why is Scotty Miller can, getting the most freaking yards now? Like, what the hell? He trusts him, but I mean, we could go. He, he gets zero. Like four weeks yeah. in a row, it was like, oh, I'm gonna play Scotty well, Miller. It's gonna be a great play, and they played like the shit. thing with Bree too. It's like depending who they're facing, where the defense is lined up. I mean, he's going to he's not gonna be say, all right, Mike Evans is the best receiver. I'm going to give it to him. No, he's he's going to give it to the guy that's running the better routes, the guy that's open more, not double covered. And, I mean, Scotty Miller, Godwin, Evans, A.B., like Gronk, Gronk. Yeah, so here we go. We we knew there was going to be a world like this where we could not figure out what the pass-catching weapons were going to be for Brady and what they were going to give us each week. Unfortunately... That has, you know, shown up. Um, you don't trust many of them, but uh, this is where we are. Um, I mean, you trust Tom Brady in fantasy. That's, that's the, right now with all his weapons. That's about it. it it's going to be interesting as a Mike, Mike Evans owners to see how this is going to shake out with Godwin off the field and Antonio Brown on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got one week by himself next week. I mean, so. there's there's a good chance though. Like, so Tom Brady willed Antonio Brown into the Patriots and then willed him into Tampa Bay. I mean, the first game that Antonio Brown played with the Patriots, he got four catches on eight targets. Like, that was in the first quarter. No other ball went to anyone else. Edelman was the the afterthought, you know. And so there's a good chance that Tom Brady does the same thing and peppers Antonio Brown and says, Mike Evans, I don't know who you are. I don't see your six foot five frame. Well, he, he sees it, but he just ignores <laughs> just it. Just looks right there. I mean, the th- thing is, like, if Evans is, you know, ticked off, he can't get traded by week eight because AB doesn't come out until week nine. So it's like, you don't know what it's going to look like. Trade him to uh, Houston. <laughs> Just so, eat a week. So Mike Evans, AJ Green. <laughs> is there anyone else? Scotty Miller? Put him over there. Is there any yeah, any other receivers we can put on Houston to make that more difficult? Yeah. Um, Tom, I'll, you talk about the backfield because I know you put in. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So and that was that was where I was going next with this was the Fournette Jones split. We'll be uh, talking about that a little bit on buy low, sell high. Um, but 
Fournette Jones catches though. Oh, sorry, I didn't know you were keep going. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. I so real quick, Fournette out snapped Ronald Jones, out caught Ronald Jones and didn't get the touchdown in a forty-five to twenty game, too. So I will I will get into where my theory is coming on this, but I just wanted it to be known that Fournette out-touched and out-snapped Ronald Jones, even though Jones got the one-yard touchdown in the fourth quarter when it was 34-20. to 20. Garbage time. That's garbage time because they're up by so much. Yeah, I think um, – yeah, I'll take a beer. Okay. Um, you want one? Great. Sure. Okay. Um, so, and on the other side, um, Josh Jacobs really frustrating I, me. I don't get it. <laughs> He's really frustrating I mean, me. the – I mean, can Trent Brown really be the, that big of a difference? Yeah. I mean, he's 380 pounds. The Bucks defense, run defenses, still, they've done this to every single still top team. tier. Yeah. They've so their run defense has done this to every running back they face. But the scary thing is that, um, you know, it's like, yo, you sit, you sit your running backs against the Bucks. But in my mind, I thought Jacobs made a step this year as a guy that doesn't matter who he faces. He's a startable guy each week. And I thought that too. 10, 10 for 17. I mean, that's bad. And it, it is kind of like they did throw a lot. Um, and so well, there's, there's they had a, to. They, yeah. they, they were behind, but but even so, like, it didn't matter if they were behind in other games before. They were running the ball. And then this is the first time John Gruden has not run that much in the years that he's actually coached this team. So, um, I think it just this one got away from him. I, I don't want to say you know don't look at this because ten for seventeen is bad, um, especially when his long was five. Take that away. We're talking like a one point two yards per carry. Like it's it's Jordan Howard territory. Is it? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no, actually, that's Kalen Balaj territory. Um, both are pretty bad insults. Um, is it possible? That Tom Brady said no to John Gruden to go to to the Rams, and Gruden was like, "I want to beat Tom Brady," and was like, "F the run, it's not working. I'm just gonna throw it 30 times." Well, it didn't work out, <laughs> right? I, I, right. What am I, what am, where I'm going with this yeah. is: is it possible this is really more of an anomaly? I think so. I um, hope so. Yeah, me for too. Joka, for Jacob yeah. owners, I'm not. Going next week and benching Jacobs by any no, means. no. But now that I'm looking at, you know, this, I see anyone going up against Tampa, and I go, I, I, I mean, if they're not better than Jacobs, a team that only likes to run the ball, who is a talented running back, like who can you play against them? Like McCaffrey, Kamara, sure, but Devonta Freeman has them next week. I don't want to play him. Or Gallman. Or Gallman. <laughs> I mean, good luck. Sit your entire... So, the, again, it's going to be a huge, you know, lead where, I mean, next week, Fournette could be a really nice play. Yeah. And I do think Fournette is eventually taking that backfield. But, again, he's... Every time he's, you know, he does well, he gets hurt. Yeah. His injury status is going to hold him back. Very much so. I mean, it's a buy low of mine. We'll talk about that later. I, I saw the docket, <laughs> but um, again, Nelson Angular is a factor. So, are, do you buy that though? <laughs> See, I, I don't want to, but 
with the way the season's going and all the injuries, it's kind of like, do I, I mean, I don't think he's on a lot of my leagues. I don't think he's even on a team. I know. Still. Yeah. And and he's, he's playing over 70% of the snaps. He's had over 10 points the last three games this week, 107 and a touchdown. Nine targets. I don't know. I don't, I'm still not buying into it. I'm I'm not, but I think it's going to be a mistake not to. Like I think he has to be rostered. But yeah, I mean, Rugs didn't do too much. Rugs hasn't done much. I mean, and that's that's the other thing. In a game where you're letting up 45 points, you would expect that your number one pick, who ran a four-two, is getting involved. He only had four targets. Like, yeah, and, and I mean, we came into the season as you know, Rugs is the guy, Brennan. Edwards is the second guy. Aguilar's a race, but nope. Aguilar's the guy. Darren Waller had a fine game, 50 yards and a touchdown. That's what you want. Right. But, um, we can uh, we can we, move on. Chiefs Broncos. The uh, defense for the Chiefs. Chiefs blow out. Uh, beat, the, beat the Broncos there. See, this bummed me out because CH started the first drive, scored. Lev started the second drive. Then I think they either punted or whatever, but they're up so fast that they didn't really need to run them at all. Right. Which is kind of unfortunate. So now it's a, another week of, you know, who gets the work. Who, who gets the work. But, um, I mean, 6.5 yards per carry. I know it's only six carries, but that's better than what he's at. Done with the Jets. With the uh, so you're talking about Lev, right? No, yes. In in both of them looked good in the, in the offense, and uh, we made it a bet off air of uh, you know between the four of us on Lev Bell and Ch. They could feed off of each other and complement each other very well. And it's not like Ceh's touchdown was a goal line touchdown. I mean, it was it was an 11 yard scamper. Yeah. Right. So I mean, it's not exactly like they're dedicated to hey, we're on the five yard line. It has to be Ceh carrying the ball. So I am in the camp of, you know, I wish this game was closer so we could really see how they wanted to use both of them. Because now now what's going to happen is they get the Jets. Lead Bell's probably going to go off. And they're going to be like, okay, well, it's because you played the Jets. And then now in week 10, we're going back to what our original game plan is. And then it's going to fool all of us fantasy owners be like, ah, Lead Bell's the guy. Yeah, I just wish it was a closer game i mean the broncos i didn't think it'd be that close but the other thing too I mean, is, well, is that you heard snow and you went oh it's gonna be a great running game <laughs> and then it was just a little bit of a disappointment well start off well, good <laughs> it's 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 also uh a lot of it's credit to uh to good old melvin gordon there putting the ball on the ground two times yep. son of a bitch and then philip Lindsay gets a concussion so it's like you watch Melvin Gordon fail twice yeah. hard, right? And, I mean, there was a direct result to Kansas City scoring. And then you go, Philip Lindsay could be relevant. Well, and, and he did well. I mean, he had – every time he touched the ball, he, he did something with it. Um, but, unfortunately, he's, he's a little guy. Got hit. He's a little guy. I mean, fourth quarter, they benched Mahomes. Yep. Chad Henney came in. They benched Bell and CH to put in DeAndre Washington. So this game, I mean, stat-wise, we don't know what it could have been. Probably it could have been very, very good for Mahomes, but, I mean, he had, what, less than 10 points? 
Yeah, I mean, well, I think he had like um, like two hundred yards too. Two, I mean, so two yards on touchdown. Yeah, that offense didn't need to be there. But it's just unfortunate. I mean, we see Philip Lindsay get knocked out. We see Tim Patrick get knocked out. I don't know what where KJ Hamler is at. I mean, Jerry Judy looks like a disappointment. The Broncos' offense as a whole is just a disappointment. The only bright spot was Melvin Gordon. Then he fumbles two times, and it's like, oh my God, what a disaster for the Broncos all around. So um, we we'll move on from that um, and just treat that as as more of a more of an anomaly than the rule. Um, but uh, Broncos don't uh, don't look too good. Another team doesn't look too good is uh, the Patriots lose six to thirty three. Tom Brady spurned ex wife. I was uh, I was in the camp that Bill Belichick was not going to allow this to happen, and uh, I think we were all in the camp. I did, and I know that Bill was very mad when they got rid of Jimmy G. So I don't know if that was more like you know let's take it easy on Jimmy G. I like the guy. <laughs> if that was the case, then that would backfired. But um, I mean, I know. See, I thought I think of that very different, to be honest, because the external pressure was that Bill traded Jimmy G and got rid of Jimmy G. Why? How would you ever let that happen? And Bill was going to make sure he didn't succeed, so that people wouldn't still be second guessing that move. Right. I but, mean, not. But, I mean, the, 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 well, it's not his fault, and it's not Jimmy's is, fault they won. But yeah, of course. Uh, 270 yards, two, inter- two interceptions. I mean, he didn't do much, but they didn't. He didn't have to because the running game was was Jeff Wilson and um, I can't pronounce the fullback's name because I suck at it. Uh, Use check. Yes, Use check. So I mean, it helps that they got the ball four times, like three of them within. I mean, uh, four turnovers from the Patriots, and they got the ball. You know, the three times in the first half, like Cam Newton's passes were really bad right in the ground like you want to talk about tom brady throwing balls into the ground those were on purpose these were not you could tell the ball was just well, bad. He, he couldn't hook up with jacoby like anywhere on the field it was jacoby myers i mean he missed him short he missed him behind him and then he missed so far over jacoby myers that it was an interception on the one return for oh. like a 60 yard interception too Cam was all over the place. He was not accurate. I don't know. Maybe the maybe the day, the week off. And this game is really more or less similar to the Chiefs and Broncos in the sense that the the biggest storylines, all those players are hurt. I mean, Jeff Wilson went for 112 in, in three TDs or two TDs, whatever. Now he's going to the IR on an ankle sprain. What's his name's on? Uh, uh, Raheem Mostert's on the IR. We don't know what's going on with Tevin Coleman. McKinnon should be the guy, and now here comes Jamichael Hasty. So I mean, you got five running backs that I just named. Oh, and by the way, Kyle Uzcheck scored a touchdown. So like, I don't. What's going on with that? And Debo leaves the game with a hamstring injury. So now the, we can bring back Brandon Ayuk. This is the song that never ends with San Francisco. Just five running backs, but they win. Kittle. They find a way to win. Um, now, if we go to the Patriots side, is there literally anyone that you want us? hold on to hold no we'll go to the hold and folds later and we don't have any patriots on there we got james wet on there oh is he on there but um that that's a in a game where they're down the entire time one target one reception three yards no 
rushing attempts. Done. We're, Absolutely we're, freaking done with that none shit. None of this made sense. I mean, Damien Harris, 10 for 58. Great average. I mean, it just sucks that they're down by so much that, like, how good he could be, we'll never know. Mm-hmm. But um, I know Cam was a start of yours, and you kind of bit your tongue and said, this was a sit, and I'm going to regret it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it could have gone one way or the other. I really just expected him to be a little bit more sharper. If you I mean, add up... I got my ass kicked in starts and sits because... Go ahead. I was going to say, if you can add up the, the QBR for both Cam Newton and Jared Sidham, it's still less than Jimmy Garoppolo's QBR. 39 was, was each Cam Newton and Jared Sidham. And That's he hurt, very so bad. This is the thing. <laughs> it's like they played so poor... That Nathan Peterman would would have probably had the same QBR. The Peterman <laughs> is the equivalent to the Kalen Bellage. I'm sorry, this is I, I call it like a, yeah. I hope Cam yeah. comes out and puts 35 up next. Me week. too. I'm a Pats fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I and it, one of the reasons I was going into the the whole start and sit thing. I said sit James Robinson. I was wrong. <laughs> Because he had a game. But, I mean, all points yeah, right. did not say this was going to happen. But, yeah, he had uh, an absolute monster of a day. Because that's, really, uh, that's really all that worked for them on offense. That's yeah. why. And they needed something because they were down early. Well, Chark got banged up in this one as well. Is banged up. He's, I mean, it's... it's yeah. He played the whole game, but, I mean, seven targets, but one reception for 26 yards. Right. Minshew is pretty... I mean... This is the next game, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Jags, um, Chargers. Yeah. I mean, the Chargers beat the Jags 39 29. Yeah. But Minshew, uh, there were talks about, you know, will they bench him for, is it Lutton? Is that the rookie quarterback there? Jake Lutton? Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't honestly couldn't tell you. I'm pretty, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a backup. And there were talks about, you know, if he's playing like this still, he might, he might be benched. I mean, after this game, he might, but with Jacksonville pretty much going into the season as, you know, what we're going to just chuck the ball, we're kind of tanking, there's no point to bench the guy. It is Mike Glennon. Ooh. Jake Glennon is there, though. He might have been a pick of theirs and maybe a practice squad okay. guy, but the guy that is backing up Mark Minshew right Mike now is Glennon Mike Glennon. Glennon. Good for that guy. <laughs> Good for him. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing Mike Glennon. Uh... It's, it's almost as if if that's the case, then – they're one and six now. This is where you go. All right. Well, Trevor Lawrence is out there, or Justin Fields is out there. It's like we love you, Gardner, but sorry, we want you know to have a successful yeah. franchise. And I think even Gardner knew this was a bridge year because they're going to get their future quarterback somehow, and it's not. Tell you what, this is this is how Fitz Magic was made, man. This you know he started well, off he's, early. He's got a grow he, beard. He 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 had. Well, he's got the mustache. Bring him, he bring have him to, to have Jacksonville. Um, at one and six, let's, let's, let's bring, yeah, let's you, bring him. You could throw to James O'Shaughnessy. If he, he, may, he may be a career backup that's going to be a great guy to fill in, and maybe late in his career, like uh, Fitzmagic, start for seven teams. And I don't know. Like, I think he's going to be in the league for a, a long time. Sure. It's not a starter. I mean, no. He's going to be hurting our fantasy teams for years and years and years. He'll give you that Fitzpatrick tease and then the random bench <laughs> after three in a row. On the other side, though, Justin Herbert. This guy's the real deal. My God. 
week after week after like there's nothing there's no slowing this guy down like no i mean and it's ridiculous they're two and four i mean i know he's lost a couple close games but that after the bye week he just came out and just freaking chucked it and just said you know what places balls on the table i'm here i'm a rookie i don't care yeah i he he, uh how do we feel about herbert with Mike Williams, though. Mike Williams d- disappeared, and it took Keenan Allen to get off the field for Mike Williams to be relevant. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely definitely scary. Because Herbert's phenomenal, like, and this is no knock on him, but, the you know, sometimes they zero in on, on their guys, and Keenan is obviously his guy, and Hunter Henry is obviously his guy. So, uh, it, Herbert's great, but... There's all, I mean, yeah. Mike Williams, three targets. I mean, Joshua Kelly, Justin Jackson, Hunter Henry. Guyton had more targets than the guy. I mean, it's going to be week by week. But, uh, I mean, we've seen Mikey Willie do this a lot, though, too. Mikey Willie. Mikey Willie. You know, Mikey Willie. Has those huge games and then kind of, you know, comes back to earth. But at the end of the season, he might finish with 10 touchdowns. Yeah. That's that's what he did, like, two years ago, too. Like. Yeah. Had the ten touchdowns, yeah, and, yeah, and then he, he followed it up with three. It was, <laughs> but even the ten TD year was hard to really trust the guy because he was really, really hit, really miss. Mm-hmm. Which so, is what you you've seen in the last two weeks. So right now, Justin Herbert is the quarterback four on the season by average, and the guy ahead of him is Dak Prescott. So we're just going to say quarterback three for my own narrative. <laughs> yes, <laughs> love it. And that's that's. I mean, he hasn't played two games, so I couldn't go by total. Well, um, average average takes that that piece right, of it out. Right. So um, QB four man over Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. He, I mean, he's he's a he's a very good quarterback. He looks like even when he's pressured, he's backing up like ten yards, almost getting sacked and throwing it, but not throwing it away. He's throwing it. Keenan Allen, which is completely fine. But like, like you see Nick Foles get a hint of pressure, and he's throwing it the ball away right away. He gets a hint. He actually looks at the field like, all right, I think I can get this like down, even if it's like a two-yard completion. Like He does not give up. I mean, he throws some bad throws here and there, but he's a rookie still. Yeah, I mean, it's to be expected, but uh, I, I, I think QB won leagues. And he leads. And he's the RB to own. And then in the, the quarterback tone, yeah. no, no, the no, RB, the RB tone. He did. He had. He outrushed. Nine for sixty-six. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see his. I didn't see his. Right, I didn't so see his rushing line. I do want to get to this a, a bit. I was like, but, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> no, um, the backfield. Joshua Kelly, twelve for twenty-nine. Justin Jackson, five for twelve. I know Jackson had better game than the passing game, but I think it's a. They had uh, Joe Reed, who was a converted wide receiver, and then oh, <laughs> get a touchdown. It, yeah. Really. <laughs> Well, so he's been on the team all year, and he is a wide receiver, but they just used him kind of similarly to what, uh, what Panthers a, used Curtis Samuel, and they got a touchdown uh, from Joe Reed here. What a, what a, just, and then you got Jaleel Guyton, Virgil, yes, so, Virgil Green. There's a lot of hodgepodge players. But Virgil Green got lit up. He's done. Oh, is he? doesn't matter, though. No. But, I mean, this backfield, I don't know how I could trust us as a start going it, forward. It, it's difficult. Because until Austin Eckler comes back, it doesn't look like they're going to choose between the two. Uh, it's Justin Jackson one week, Josh Kelly another week, and both at both, you know, at times there's really, you know, not much that you're working on. You have to hope for a touchdown. Well, we can get uh, 
Herbie's out there just chucking dimes all over the place. Who needs a running game? Herbie. Herbie. Isn't that a movie about a a car? Beetle. Yeah, I think so. That is, yep. Um, okay, probably game of the week, right? Cardinals and uh, this game was Seattle. phenomenal. This game was fantastic. So, for so many reasons, for me, <laughs> yeah. So Cardinals won thirty-seven to thirty-four in overtime against the Seattle Seahawks, undefeated Seattle Seahawks at the time. So we joke about the AFC East or NFC East being just dog shit and like a two-win team leading the division. Every team in this division is 500 or is above 500. Let's yeah. it, it let that sense. sink in. <laughs> this is a competitive division. This is my bold prediction. <clears throat> and Tyler Lockett put his team on the back. Hold my... Oh my! Uh, I don't know how many. I don't know how many receivers have done this. I don't. Uh, I, I don't. Go for two hundred yards and three touchdowns. Twenty targets. Fifteen receptions. Calvin no, Johnson. I, I I can't name twenty receivers that have done. I this. think the I think the Randy highest. Moss. He may have actually <laughs> had the highest wide receiver score in fantasy in the last like decade because I think if I'm not mistaken, I just looked at this the other day and it was Will Fuller and I think it was around either it was forty two. Or it was 47. So, either way, we're in that range because he ended up with 45 and a half and half point scoring. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Dick, Dick punched me a loss in one of my dynasty leagues. Yeah. If you played against him, and, and if you won, yeah. send us a pick. We'll give you a free cost. Okay. So, <laughs> I will say, I feel bad. So, the guy I played, Canning. Uh, in our in our dynasty league, he had deserved the win. Like clearly, his team, every single one of his players got double digit points. They all got touchdowns. You know, they all performed to what they should have and more. I had like a couple guys get like zero points or like two points, and then I just had Tyler Lockett go off and take the game. Like I did not deserve to win. No, he sure as fuck did. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that's fantasy. I mean, a win's I mean, a win. Yeah, I mean, I'll take. It. Uh, sometimes you just need to put your team on the back, and 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 it's not just Lockett about this game that we have to talk about. I mean, we're we're at about an hour right now, and we could easily spend fifteen minutes on this game because of everything that went on. Christian Kirk scored two touchdowns for the second time for the for the second week in a row, and now has five six touchdowns on the season. Kenyon Drake gets hurt. Chris Ed, uh, Chase Edmond, Chase, Chase Edmonds, Chase. yeah, what? Yeah, Chris. Chase. Chase Edmonds comes in and just, and just absolutely destroys it. Chris Carson gets a sprained foot. Carlos Hyde destroys it. It, it. Hopkins remains Hopkins. Kyler Murray continued to ball out. I mean, there was just so much about this game from a fantasy perspective that changes a lot. Um, but also a lot stays consistent. So I don't. I'm just want to kind of summarize all that stuff real quick and then kind of let you guys. Going to you know what you think the biggest thing is. I mean, this is a massive hit to a Drake owner, in my opinion, because now Drake is 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 done on this offense. I feel like I mean he's going on IR. They got their buys uh, coming up later in the season, and Chase Edmonds looked phenomenal. Yeah, so there, I mean there was last week Kenyon Drake came back, you know, showed up in the uh, you know many many people's fantasy league as a as a RB one. Uh, and 
But before that, Chase Edmonds was starting to eat into it, starting to look like he might actually take over. So with this loss and with his timeout, you are looking at, you know, possibly Chase Edmonds, you know, stealing the backfield. backfield. It's not like Kenyon Drake, I don't think, has a long-term contract here. Um, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it almost looks like they, if Chase Edmonds performs the same way he's done all year, you know, it doesn't look like Kenyon Drake's going to have much to come back to. Right, and as a Drake owner in a lot of leagues, every league I own Drake, I own Chase. Mm-hmm. Hate to see an injury in fantasy, but it worked out well for me because now it's down to one instead of you know which guy each week. I know Drake had a huge game against the Cowboys, but we've seen teams gash the Cowboys. Yeah. Imagine what Chase could have, could have done with 15 attempts against the Cowboys. But, I mean, like you said, if Chase comes out and per- performs well, then, yeah. They, they're, they do form a good one-two punch, Drake and, and Edmonds. And that's what the team, I mean, right. they don't care about fantasy, but for the Cardinals, it, it's a great one-two. Yeah, I mean, Drake Drake handles the ball on the ground, I think, better than Edmonds does. But Edmonds has shown that he has the ability to fit that air raid system much better than... The, than, than uh, the fast pace offense, you know. Right. You, and he did that a little bit last year, too, yep. to the point where, like... Because Edmonds had gotten hurt last year. Um, and, and that's actually when they traded for Jake, uh, Drake. Um, and Edmonds was, was performing really well, as, you know. And so there should be no, um, you know hesitation for cliff kingsbury to just say all right chase this is you go forward and then you know i don't i I, again i don't see drake taking i mean maybe drake gets the same work chase did when drake was the starter but uh, i would say chase is the starter going forward for the rest of the year so uh, i'm going to throw this out here because we typically have like requirements when we do our waiver articles i mean our waiver articles up on up on the site I'm assuming Chase isn't available in most leagues. He's but if sick. he is, would you spend all your fab on him? They running backs don't show up like this. It doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, I think not this late in the year he either. He was seventy three percent owned. I saw sixty two on Yahoo. I saw that's it. Yeah. Wow. And I think the big thing was Drake last week with the Cowboys crushed it. People just all right. Drake's back, drop, drop Chase, right. ignoring what he's done all year. Right. Yeah, so if if he's out there, I would spend a lot of fab on him because he is – Well, if, so – If he's on a league winner, he's a three-week winner, which for a lot of teams, they need to get back in the race. So, two, like, you with that number. Okay, so this is a backup running back. Okay, in 62% of Yahoo owners, or 73, I think is what number you said, either that, that – that's how far the community sees or, or how, how much faith the, the community sees in Chase Edmonds. So you already know people want him. Like he was owned as a backup. So that's how good of a handcuff he was. So you literally do have to spend the rest. I mean, I mean if you had a full hundred. You have him. I mean, you, you, you only spend up to whatever the other guy, no, the next closest my, guy is. But. My league's now. Make sure he's not out there. <laughs> well, he's not an Antoine. I know that. No. Um, okay. Uh, DK Metcalf was shut down mostly because Lockett exploded. Um, yeah, not worried about. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. 
Well, it was just interesting because Peterson, who we said was, okay, he's going to shut down the right side, right? This is who we were talking about with Patrick Peterson. Shadowed Metcalf all over the whole field. I saw him on Lockett a few times, so I don't know. I don't know entirely. I don't know if you were. uh, Kirkpatrick was on Lockett and getting killed. There was two of the the rainbow shots from Russ that Peterson. The first one, Peterson was on Lockett, and it was a perfect throw by Wilson. That like no matter what cornerback was on Lockett, they were not getting that ball. Yeah, and so I, th- I think he scored on Peterson once, but other than that, I, I think he did shadow Metcalf. Yeah, I mean there may have been a couple plays where Metcalf wasn't on the field, and they said, okay, let's just put Peterson on on Lockett or whatever. But it's just interesting in in something to point out that if the Cardinals are going to play man to man with Patrick Peterson, we could be seeing this with other big name wide receivers that get shut down um, by him. Um, I'm glad we spent a little bit more time on it. I don't know if you guys have anything else to add. I really don't want to talk about this next game. <laughs> no, this game is terrible. Real quick. We'll, we'll talk about So Rams beat the Bears 24-10, to 10, and I don't, I don't have game. anything good to say. Well, there was good things to say about the Rams, but we'll summarize the Bears real quick, right? Nick Foles still sucks. David Montgomery is still not getting anything going. Matt Nagy does not how, know how to play call. And Allen Robinson got hurt. So the only good thing on this team is now, unfortunately, hurt. On to the Rams side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now we can talk about something. And another game where Cam Akers, I think he was on the field for one play. That was a penalty. Got called back. I couldn't have gotten this more wrong. When we talked about it like two weeks ago, who is it? Henderson, Akers, Brown. I'm like, oh, no. Well, it was the game after Akers did good. I'm like, oh, yeah, Akers, yeah, he looks like he could could be the guy. Hasn't touched the field since. Don't know what he did. Did he sleep with someone's mother? I mean, I, I really don't know. <laughs> no, like, what has he done? That involves a trade, if that's the case. <laughs> they would send him out. But, um, I mean, it was funny on Twitter all last night. Everyone's like, you know what? What a dumb coach. They don't even know how to use their best running back. What's wrong with Akers? Like, McVay is the worst. I'm like, no, I mean, if Daryl Henderson, Malcolm Brown are playing the way they're playing, why the hell would you put out K-Makers? K- K- uh, like, Malcolm Brown looked phenomenal. Henderson looked phenomenal. There's zero point to rush out your rookie running back when you're winning with these two. I mean, in, I mean we can, I'm not a K-Makers guy. And I'm, I'm, I am more pessimistic than I am optimistic for his future. We can also say Cam Akers just isn't a good running back. I mean, that that's a fair assessment of that Daryl Henderson's better. I mean, they're going to play the best back that's going to win them games. I, right. I mean, I do think Akers is still probably banged up. Was it a rib injury? A rib, yeah. Yeah, so it, it could take a lot. Skin on the field. A lot he's more practiced. weeks. You know, it's not like he's taking yeah. time off, so it doesn't make any sense if that's the case. But, um, I mean... I, I don't want to – I'm not – I think it's too early to say K-Makers isn't good, uh, but I will say that Henderson and Brown have looked really good. So, you know, you like you said, Scott, there's no reason to go away from that. If you combine the two of them together, they, they have 25 rush attempts for like 130 yards. So, it's good. Their, their, their running game is good. They just have a lot of guys to feed. Yes. 
And in the passing game, Josh Reynolds. Another yeah. great game. Yeah, Josh Reynolds is starting to be the wide receiver one there. <laughs> I mean, Cup got the targets as well, but Woods fumbled the ball on a jet sweep to actually get the Bears back into the game for a bit. But the game was pretty much out of hand that way. I mean, there was no point for Goff to pass it too much in the fourth. Mm-hmm. So Cup and Woods could have done more, but Reynolds could have done a lot more. So it was kind of tough to judge off of that. But, I mean, overall, Cup has been a uh, bust as a wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. I don't have much more to say about that either. Nope. My uh, my stats, my statting out looking uh, better and better on these uh, Rams wide receivers. The, the vanilla face offense. <laughs> I don't I don't like it, but uh, but yeah, okay. Well, we're uh, we are uh, top shelf fantasy, and that is week seven. Now we go to week eight. Week eight with six teams on by. Ooh. By so. apocalypse. Luckily, some of my week slips. eight guys actually got moved up early in the season when it was the week four and five COVID problems. <laughs> so, so things so balanced out. So this week out. could have been worse. <laughs> this, this, things balanced out for me. When COVID becomes a good thing. <laughs> um, okay. Well, and then coming up, we have our week eight uh, whole folds, buy low, sell high. We'll go over a couple different storylines. So go ahead, check that out. It'll be a little bit more condensed version a lot of stuff we checked out. If you hung out all the way through, new shelfie promo code still good. Tweet at us a picture if you played against uh, a, a two of the four. Yeah, two. If you played against two of the four, Tyler Lockett, uh, Devontae Adams, James Robinson, Jeff Wilson, Jeff Wilson. Screenshot your lineup. Send it to us on Twitter. First person gets a free TSF class. Yep, drink your sorrows away. <laughs> Should we put that on the glass, though? That'd be good. We'll just get a glass like that. that at drink, some point. Drink your, drink your fantasy. You're a loser. <laughs> Here you go. You suck. <laughs> um, okay, well, with that, let's wrap up Podcast 104. Uh, TopShelfFantasy.com. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Top Shelf Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.